I know what it's like to feel invisible, to think it's too late to become what you've always wanted to be. You feel like it's too late to have more life. I felt that way too, but when I lost my brother to cancer, he made me realize I have way more life to live. And I discovered the choice was mine to live it or not. I know you want to become confident and empowered, and you deserve to step into that life you are yearning for. I'm Carrie B, and I get it. There is more greatness to come in your life, and I know you can feel it. I've made a choice to live my big life. Now it is your turn to be empowered and step into the life that has always been yours. It's time for you to step off the sidelines and into your own life, the one you were created to live. It's easier than you think. I believe in you. In fact, I am your biggest fan. So let's get started. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Whether it is a gathering of a few or a large sponsored event, Carrie V is your person to bring to the stage. She brings the power, she brings the knowledge, she brings the wisdom, and she also brings the feeling and the emotion. Her desire is to help you grab hold of more life. Carrie V promised her brother before he died that she would help others embrace life, enjoy the journey, choose wisely, have fun, and laugh every day. She promised him that she would step out to help others live the lives they were created to live. Carrie V helps others overcome unproductivity, overcome fear, guilt, anxiety, and resentment. She helps them live a life of power, gratitude, and action. She helps you define the mental and emotional blocks that are holding people back from living the lives they're dreaming of. Put her on your stage and change happens. Head to the show notes, click the link, and book Carrie V for your next event. Welcome back to Coffee and Tea with Carrie V. I am Carrie V, your biggest fan, the person who believes in you even when you don't believe in yourself. And I love you, I really do. So let's hop right in to today's episode on laughter and the effect that it has on your health. Coffee and Tea with Carrie V is all about leadership and communication and you living your best life. And today we're gonna talk about laughter and health because I was thinking about things in my childhood. You know how when you're when you when you sit down and you give yourself some stillness and some time to think and you're thinking about specific time periods in your life, things will kind of pop into your brain that you thought you didn't remember. I think that was the right grammar. Like things will come through your head and you're like, "Wow, I kind of forgot about that." But then when you think about it, you realize it was really quite an impactful thing on your life. So that's what we're going to talk about today. When I was a child, I struggled with my weight and I struggled with my weight a lot. We're not talking Carrie, little Carrie was a few pounds overweight. She was, she was obese and it was something that everybody was concerned about. My doctors were concerned about my parents, my grandmother, everybody was concerned that I was very, very heavy as a child. And it has been something that I have, I have dealt with my whole life <laughs> going from periods of obesity to periods of eating disorders to periods of obesity to periods of getting my health in order, which is where I am now, and really, really doubling down and focusing on 
being healthy rather than manipulating my body to look like a standard that somebody else set. So it's, it's all now focused on getting healthy. But when I was a child, I was very heavy and the focus from everyone, starting with the doctors in my life, the pediatricians in my life was to get me skinny. That was all that mattered. I don't even remember having blood drawn, although I, I probably did at some point. But when I was little, like in grade school, the focus was on getting me skinny because skinny was best. And if I was skinny, I would be healthy and everything would be fine in my life and everything would be better and there would be nothing bad in my life if I was just skinny. That was how my young brain, my less than 10-year-old brain was grabbing hold of this information and processing it. I needed to be skinny like my cousins. I needed to be thin like my classmates. That that was what I heard. It was what I saw. And, and it was the journey that I was on. And it was a frustrating journey because I can, I can remember sitting on that white table in my pediatrician's office. And, and, and I just remember this one clearly. I was sitting next to my brother who was two years older than me. And I was probably seven and he was nine, maybe, maybe a little younger than that. And the doctor came in and he was berating both of us for being too heavy. And, and I just remember sitting there thinking, he's telling me that I have to be skinny, but he's not telling me how. He's just telling me to make it happen. And then he turned to my mother and he said, make sure you take food away from them. Now, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a counselor, but I am an adult now with a whole lot of years of experience under my belt. And I'm pretty sure that when you remove something from somebody's life that they actually need to exist, they're actually going to go searching for it from somewhere else because, on it, we were children <laughs> and we couldn't understand why we had to take special cake to a child's birthday party that we were attending. I digress. So I was thinking about this time period in my life over the weekend. and. One of the phrases that came to me was said by a very dear family member, someone that I loved very, very much, someone I pretty much worshiped the ground they walked on, a very, very important person in my life. And this person said to me one day, I was laughing. We were sitting on her living room floor and I was laughing about something. My brother and I were laughing together about something. I don't know if we were playing with the dog or if we were playing a game. I don't remember those details, but I do remember that we were literally doubled over laughing, like rolling on the floor laughter. Have you ever laughed like that when you're laughing so hard, you can't catch your breath? That's the way I was laughing that day. And this person stopped me from laughing and looked me straight in the face and said, laugh and grow fat laugh and grow fat. I don't believe this person was trying to be mean to me. What I do think is that this person was passing along information that had been given to her. She also struggled with her weight and she was just passing this on to me that somehow laughter makes you fat. So if you're sad, you must be skinny. This is the way my child brain tried to process this phrase, laugh and grow fat. I have never forgotten that. And it will come in and out of my brain. But this weekend, it, it went in there and it kind of stuck there. Laugh and grow fat. This isn't what I intended to record for this week's podcast episode, but it has been so strong on my mind that I decided we're going to jump in. We're going to look at this. We're going to look at this together. Laugh and grow fat. 
But we also hear laughter is the best medicine. So how do we reconcile this? Where did this phrase laugh and grow fat come from? Was this something she just made up? Was it something she heard? So I went, I went to Dr. Google and I started searching out the phrase laugh and grow fat. And it truly is a thing. It's an old idiom. And what it meant was when you are laughing, you you are more relaxed. You tend to be more successful. And the grow fat part came in that in that era when this when this phrase developed. If you were heavier, it meant you had money. It meant you were more successful. Therefore, you had more food to eat. So it was actually a compliment, if you will, laugh and grow fat, meaning laughter would bring greater health, would bring greater success, and you'd be heavier. That's what I could find on the phrase. Love any of your feedback. It just, it really kind of put some comfort in my heart because when I think about that person saying that to me, it can still bring this squeezing sensation on my heart, this hurt. Why would, why would she have not wanted me to laugh? Why would she have wanted my brother and me to stop laughing, to stop having fun? I think it's probably very possible that that, amongst some other things that were going on in my life in, a, in a, like about a five-year time period there, is why I stopped laughing as much. I got very serious, very nose to the grindstone, very, very studious. I was going to prove that I would get good grades all the time and I was going to be the best at everything I did. And if I couldn't be the best, I simply wouldn't do it. And if I, if I placed first in something, I would never try again because I would be terrified that I wouldn't place first again. If I wasn't good at something, I would find any way possible to not be involved in it. I got very serious, very solemn because I didn't want to laugh and grow fat because I had already been told that being fat was not good and I needed to not be fat. I needed to be thin. Therefore, I couldn't laugh. Do you see how this spiral started in my childhood brain and it has stayed with me? I have never forgotten. If I close my eyes, I can see this person and hear this person saying this phrase to me, laugh and grow fat. Laugh and grow fat. So when I did my research on this and realizing what it, it really was kind of a, a compliment that you, you, when you laugh, when you are more relaxed, you're more successful, and then you are happier. And some of it went on to say, when you're happier, people buy into your ideas more. You're, you're a better leader because people want to be with happy people. They're literally, literally drawn to happy people. When I started working with a business coach a few years ago, the one piece of advice that stuck out that she gave me right from the beginning was you got to start laughing some more. You got to start having some fun. You got to stop being so dang serious all the time. Have some fun in life. What a game changer. When I started incorporating laughter into my life every single day, my business grew. I was healthier. I found myself looking forward to things more. What a concept, laughter. So I thought, well, let's talk about laughter and health. So I again went back searching at the Cleveland Clinic, one of my favorite places to search for anything health-related, any of these things. And I found an article on the health benefits of laughter, the health benefits of laughter. And this is what I came up with. And I've linked this article in the show notes. So four benefits of laughing for your health. Number one, this is going to come as no surprise to you, stress relief, stress relief. Letting out a good laugh makes you feel relaxed. 
because it disarms your nervous system. Think about a time when you found humor in life where did you not feel more relaxed? Even if life is crushing in around you, a laugh can almost remove you from that stress for that moment when you're laughing. And I'm not saying to try and cover up the pain in your life by laughter. I'm saying amidst the pain in your life, find time for laughter. Those are two very different things. I'm not asking you to pretend like everything is always okay. I'm asking you to bring laughter in even when you feel like everything is not okay. Number two, it strengthens social bonds. We look for people, I mentioned this previously, we look for people that we feel comfortable laughing with. We look for people who are socially happy. Those are the people that we are drawn to. When someone smiles at us, we are drawn to them. Do you ever stand in front of them in, in a middle, in the middle of a crowd and just start smiling to see how many people will come to you? Do you notice how much differently you are treated when you smile at people rather than if you frown? And I know we can get so caught up in our thoughts that we kind of develop this RBF on our face. Think about how you look. Think about what your face is conveying and use your smile. Use your smile. Use your smile. Social bonds are strengthened when we laugh together. And that can start with a simple smile. Number three, it increases oxygen to your body. No surprise, when you're laughing, you're bringing in more oxygen, which is so much better for your heart and every other organ in your body bringing that oxygen in and talking about your your health. Number four is that it improves your heart health by increasing blood flow to your heart, by lowering your stress hormones, and by reducing your risk of heart attack. Laughter is literally amazing for your health. Laughter. So get more laughter into your life. And take that phrase. There's there's a lot more in this article. I invite you to go to it. I've linked it in the show notes so that you can head to that article and read it. I encourage you to get more laughter into your life. Watch funny videos. Read a funny book. Watch a funny movie. Listen to funny moments that go on around you. See the funny and, and laugh. Let yourself loose, let yourself relax, let yourself laugh. Embrace the idiom laugh and grow fat because what it means is laugh and be more successful. Laugh and increase your the benefits of your health. Laughter is an amazing thing. That person that said it to me, I don't think meant it that way. It was more of a, she had heard that phrase in her life, laugh and grow fat. And so she was passing it on to me. And so I learned to be very solemn. And now I'm learning to not be so serious. Now I'm learning that laughter is amazing. Do you ever laugh so much that your abdominal, your abdominal muscles literally hurt? Do you know why that is? Because you're working them. A belly laugh is literally working your belly. Literally. It is so good for us to find that laughter. So a couple of things here. One, one definitely incorporate more laughter into your life. As this article is suggesting, as I'm passing on to you, the health benefits of laughter, the physical health benefits of laughter are many and numerous and we need it in our lives. And number two, number two, and this is important, please lean in, listen up, grab your notepad, write this down. The words that people say to us can be used in our lives how we choose. So even if someone says something that is meant to tear us down, we can choose to turn it around and turn it into something powerful in our lives. 
I will share that story on another podcast, another story on another podcast about someone who said something to me who meant it as a complete insult on me when I was 13 years old. And I adopted those words. I let them define me for years and years and years until I decided that I was going to make those words mean what I wanted to make them mean. And so an insult turned into one of the biggest powers in my life. And you have that power too. So if someone says something to you, like this phrase, laugh and grow fat, you can either let it define you in a negative way, or you can turn it and let it spin you in a positive way. That is your choice. More powerful than the health benefits in your life is taking the words that other people say about you and making them into what you want them to mean and turning them into a powerful force in your life, even if they were meant to tear you down. That is your choice. You have that power. And I, I, can you tell how, 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 (laughs) Um, how incredibly passionate I am about this subject. The words that other people say, even if they're meant to hurt you, you can turn into a superpower in your life. It's your choice. So your journaling prompt today is this. It's twofold. One, how can you bring more laughter into your life? And two, how can you take the words that others meant to hurt you and turn them into a powerful force in your life? Twofold there. I am Carrie V. I am your biggest fan. I believe in you. And if you can't believe in yourself yet, it's okay because you've got my belief. Just hang on to it. I would love to have time with you. Do a one-on-one. Let's delve into your confidence, your clarity, your journey for 2024. All you have to do is head to the show notes, click the link for a 15-minute discovery call and see how we can work together to bring you to your most creative, most amazing life. Spoiler alert, we're probably going to pull out some of these stories from your life and turn them into your superpower. Click the link. I'll see you. Can't wait to see you on my calendar face-to-face because I do love you. I am your biggest fan. Until next time. Hey, thanks for listening in. I want you to know I do not take it for granted that you give me this time to have coffee and tea together with me. But before you go, it would mean the world to me if you grab a quick coffee or tea refill and pop into the podcast reviews and leave me a review. It's how this podcast grows. It's how it reaches and empowers more women. And it's how I know how to serve you best. I want this podcast to be what you need. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and share it with your friends. And follow me on Instagram at I am Carrie V. Remember, it is never too late. Peace out, girlfriend. Pow, pow. <laughs>